Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast, the number one place where faith and business coincide and servant leaders reside. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, faith mentor, helping you to gain spiritual wealth and the coaches coach, helping coaches, service providers, consultants, brands, and entrepreneurs to emerge to the next level of success by clarifying their message, selling premium offers, and reaching consistent four-figure months. Welcome guys to the episode. I'm super excited to hop into this topic, y'all. As you can see, the title of today's episode is Oh, we talking teams. And that's just that because we're talking teams. We're talking about the people that are on your team currently. And if they need to be able to go to the next season, if they can go to the next round of workouts or if they need to be put on the sidelines for a little minute, they got, you know, they might have to be put in timeout and maybe they can come back to the court with us or do they just need to be kicked off the team in general? Like, that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, you guys, and I'm super excited to hop into this because as servant leaders, this is something that we should evaluate as we continue to emerge to the next level of success, to the next level spiritually. And as we continue to mature and grow within life and in business, it's just something that we have to do in general. So before we get into the topic, um, I do want to spill some tea this week. So let's hop right into that. First and foremost, you guys, we got our very first written review y'all like okay like we have a few like um five star reviews but no written and we finally got our first written review so I am so excited and y'all know I gotta leave a shout out for this person okay um she or he I'm not sure titled this this podcast is a blessing um and it's from J0I3T. Um, and this person said, I really look forward to listening to this podcast. With each podcast, I gain a new perspective and grow in my relationship with God. Keep going, sis. So I'ma just assume that this is a female and I'ma just be like, hey, sis, like, thank you for your written review. You don't understand like how much this has literally warmed my heart and I had to give you a shout out. Thank you so, 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 so much. Um, and I'm so excited to hear from you. Like every time from here on out, I get a written review. I'll definitely be giving a shout out on the show. And so if you haven't already left a written review, here is your reminder because I want to hear from you. Okay. Secondly, Mornings with Grace is alive and striving and it is going so well. If you have been missing out, we are live Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time via Instagram, Saturday 9 a.m. Central Standard Time via Instagram, and Sunday these episodes are only available to you guys here on the podcast. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you have no idea what Mornings with Grace is. It is the time where we come together to command and win our day with our words and our thoughts. And we walk into our day with power, authority, and grace. And it's just as simple as that. So if you've been missing out, make sure you go back and listen to those bonus episodes. And then make sure you go check it out on Instagram. Set a alarm, whatever it is that you have to do so that you can be there in the presence of God with us every single morning to command and win your day. Third on the list is 
is that Successful Servant Leader Academy is now open for enrollment. We have a faith track and a business track designed to literally catapult you into your next level of success, whether it be in life or business. So to learn more and if you're interested in applying, click the link in the show notes just so that you know enrollment closes April 15th. Yes, enrollment closes April 15th, and I would love to have you on the inside. And last but certainly not least for this week's tea, make sure that you're following us on all social media platforms because I promise you there is literally always something going on literally almost every day, you guys. We will actually be having an episode about this soon, hint, hint. And so if you're not already, make sure you're following me on Instagram at I am Victoria Grace on Facebook at I am Victoria Grace on Clubhouse at Victoria Grace with two E's and you can search for us on Clubhouse at SSL Network and last but certainly not least make sure that you're following um, the successful servant leader literally at the successful servant leader on Instagram and Facebook so that's going to be it for our tea this week let's hop right into today's episode so For today's episode, like I said earlier, we're going to be discussing teams and I want to discuss teams because I made a post on Good Friday talking about discernment and how we all need to continuously ask God to increase our level of discernment. And that is so important, especially as servant leader, um, especially as one striving to be successful servant leader. We have to understand and know that it is so important to have our levels of discernment or our level of discernment as high as possible. Because as you become, like I said, as you grow and you mature and you truly become successful in your area of servant leadership, whether it be within your home, whether it be on your job, whether it be in your business, you are going to combat different types of people. You're going to combat different types of situations. You're going to encounter different types of people. And so you need to be ready. And like I said, we're going back to that offense, right? You need to be ready to handle these types of people in these types of situations. And I think first and foremost, we have to talk about teams because depending on who's on our team, You could either be allowing life to be continuously strolled and spoken into your life and your situation. For instance, listening to this podcast, right? This is a podcast that is continuously speaking life into your situation, into your business, into your life, into your children, whatever it is. But we can also have things where we don't even realize it, but they're speaking negativity and they're speaking death into us inadvertently or on purpose. Right. Um, and so these are the things that we need to identify and we need to pinpoint as we continue to grow and mature. And it's OK. Like it's OK. It's something that we must do. Um, you have to understand that the disciples weren't always the disciples, right? They, they weren't always apostles. We're currently disciples, right? But you know, we had the 12 apostles. They weren't always uh, the 12 apostles. And when they decided to follow Jesus, they had to leave certain people behind. They had to leave certain things behind. And so that's why we're talking about teams today. And I want to really talk about um, the three tips or the three things that I did to increase my spiritual discernment. Um, and that included it. I didn't talk about it in the post, but one of those things that 
I could say it's four things, right? Um, one of those things was leaving people where they were. You know, I had to understand that I'm on this court and I'm trying to win for the kingdom. I'm trying to win for myself. I'm trying to win for my family and for generations to come. I'm, I'm breaking generational curses and I'm literally building generational wealth and everybody can't go to the next season with you. Maybe they, maybe this person or this thing, um, or this uh, activity was in this season and it's been helpful in this season. Maybe it hasn't even been helpful in this season, right? But it's been with you in this season and things have been okay. But now the se- that season has ended, right? Think about basketball. That season has ended. And as we prepare to pick new players for the next season, like who's going to stay on JV and who's going to go to varsity, we have to figure out, you know, what's staying with us. And what doesn't get the opportunity to go with us because it just didn't have the performance needed to go to the next level with us. And so um, that includes people, that includes activities, that includes items as well, I would say. You know, sometimes I believe people have emotional connection to items and sometimes items can't go with us. I don't know why I'm really speaking on items. I really only plan to speak on activities and people, but for some reason, God brought physical things. He's bringing physical things to me right now. So items, um, if you have an item that you may put before God, you have an item that you may love so much and you find that it's really not healthy. I'm talking to you. Um, that item needs to be left. Um, it can't go with you into the next season. You have to learn how to let that thing go. And maybe it's just letting it go for now, or maybe it's just not picking it up as often. Um, <laughs> our phones can literally be one of them, but that's something that we need every day. Right. And so for me, I am on this journey. <laughs> you guys know I'm always on a journey. Um, and, uh, My goal is to literally decrease my screen time by more than half, more than half, because why am I spending so much time on this screen? I should be spending time in the word or, you know, with, you know, um, advancing my business or with my family or whatever it is, um, not just screen time period. Okay. Um, and so that is why I want to talk about this today because we have to understand that first of all, Never judge a book by its cover. Secondly, everything that glitters ain't gold. And third, wolves really do come dressed in sheep's clothing. And from the post that I made on Good Friday, um, I took it from this guy. His name is John O. And he said, Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. So we know that someone's public affection for Jesus might not be telling the whole story. And so I think we can apply this to our lives as well, right? Uh, Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. This was Mark 14 and 44, by the way. Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. And so somebody can be kissing us. Somebody can be hugging us. Somebody can be calling us sis this and sis that and all of these types of things. But we have to understand and know that someone's public affection for us might not be telling the whole story. And that's why we have to we have to increase our level of discernment. That's why it's so important to increase our level of discernment so that as we have these teams around us and I'm talking about life teams. Right. And I'm talking about business teams. This literally goes for both. And that's why I love 
that God has just revealed to me that faith literally should coincide with business. It, faith literally should coincide with life. Um, and so everything that glitters is not gold. The person that's outshining some other somebody else that's right next to that other person, that person that's outshining them may not be the best option. And now I'm talking about more on business terms. Because I've had a few situations where I thought one person was really good for my business and this was what God has sent to me. And I was like, oh, this just got to be it. I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to do it. It didn't work out. This person was dressed as a wolf in sheep's clothing. And eventually she tried to strike with her venom. But the Holy Spirit was there every step of the way. And I'm so grateful for that. And I told you guys, this is the, this is, I told you guys, I'm going to share this with you more in depth when I am released to do so. But that's another reason why we're talking about teams. Oh, we talking teams. We talking teams, sis. Cause you have to make sure that your level of discernment is on 100,000, especially in this season. I wholeheartedly believe that there is a new thing that God is doing in the lives of believers and Christian entrepreneurs, but you have to have your eyes and your ears open and ready. The scales need to be removed from your eyes and ears, which means that your level of discernment needs to be heightened. Which means that the time that you spend with God needs to be increased. Which means that your level of hearing from God needs to be increased. Which means that your spiritual strength and wealth needs to be increased. And so let's talk about spiritual discernment. Um, and so, you know, I said, you know, never judge a book by its cover. Everything that glitters ain't gold. Wolves really do come dressed in sheep's clothing. And so I went on to say, I bring these quotes or sayings to you, not as a form of entertainment or old school sayings. I bring them to you today on Good Friday because they are the truth. As you continue on this journey of life and business, ask God to increase your level of discernment in this season and beyond. This was something I struggled with for a while and I'm still learning and growing in this area. While discernment is a spiritual gift, I do believe that if you go to God in expectation of something so important, he will absolutely deliver. James 1 and 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all with to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. And so I went on to share the three things I did to increase my spiritual discernment. And now I did say, you know, a little bonus one was to, you know, figure out who was on my team and, and who wasn't really on my team and who needed to be sit out on the sidelines for a minute and who actually wasn't about to make it to varsity. OK, because we, we go into varsity like we done playing on JV. We're not on freshmen no more. We are going to varsity um, and we're preparing to go to varsity and we cannot take everybody with us. It just doesn't work like that. Everybody doesn't get a jersey. OK, but for me to actually do that. I had to do these three things first. I had to do these three things first to increase my spiritual discernment, my levels of discernment. Um, and so number one is to learn to always test the spirit. Yes, testing the spirit, testing the fruit 
testing the teaching, testing the words that this person is telling you. So, you know, ask yourself this question is what they're teaching or preaching. Like it literally does not matter if it's in the pulpit or on Instagram live. So when I say teams, I I'm even talking about, you know, we, I know that a lot of us are not going to church in person, but if you are going to church in person, or if you're watching church, uh, you know, via live stream on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you also need to be testing the spirit. There is a lot going on in this season, you guys. There is a lot going on in this season. And there was just a pastor. His church is closed because of COVID-19. He had been doing, um, you know, live stream church on Sundays. He was caught in the church defiling the pulpit. I'm not even going to give that no type of. I ain't about to give it no type of uh uh-uh on this platform, but I want you to know and understand that things change and God's hand can be removed off of different platforms, off of different churches, off of different pastors. That's why since I've started this thing, I've always said to you guys, go and check what I tell you. If it's not aligned with the word, then (laughs) message me and be like, sis, what? Sis, that ain't adding up. I'm confused. Okay. Um, and so you need to test the spirit regardless of if it's in the pulpit or if it's from somebody on Instagram live. And you need to ask, you know, is what they're teaching or preaching in alignment with the word of God? You know, there is the Holy Spirit and then there are evil spirits that are set on deceiving people, which can sometimes be in other people and not even sometimes a lot of times can be in other people. And so people can be on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever it is. And you think that they're operating in godliness but they actually lack the power thereof they actually are not operating in the spirit of god they're not operating with the holy spirit and that is how the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy he deceives you with somebody that is dressed like a sheep but they're actually a wolf somebody who is dressed like oh they know all the scripture and this and that but they actually lack the power and so that's why you need to make sure that you test the spirit and so if we go to john chapter 4 verse 1 through 6 it is as follows it says beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from god for many false prophets have gone out into the world by this you know the spirit of god Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. Point blank period. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is, for he who is within you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, they speak from the world and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And I think that this is so important because the spirit of the Antichrist is running rampant through our world today. I mean, it's already been here, right? They said it in biblical times. You know, John talked about it. By the way, this is first John chapter four, verse one through six. Um, he talked about it, right? It's been here, but it has amplified. It has amplified. Okay. Um, and we have to make sure that our level of discernment is on 100,000 so that we are not allowing our children to 
watch and listen to everything so that we are not allowing ourselves to watch and listen to everything so that we understand that uh -uh, if that's not in alignment with something, I just got to remove myself. I got to remove myself or I need to educate because sometimes people just don't know. And if your level of discernment is not increased or if you haven't been within your word, how do you expect to educate and teach somebody else and hopefully win their soul back for the kingdom of God if your spirit is not even able to discern that their spirit is off? If your spirit is not able to discern that what they're saying is false. And so that is number one. We want to test the spirit. You must learn to test the spirit. And so number two is to continuously ask God for wisdom, continuously ask God for wisdom. This is one of my favorite ones. Um, this goes back to those declarations and those daily affirmations. Um, another reason why we're doing mornings with grace so that we can on a daily, daily, daily basis, ask God for the things that we need to be strengthened in the spirit, to be strengthened here on earth and to be strengthened um, in the natural realm as well. So continuously ask God for wisdom. We're going to be in first Kings chapter three for this one. And when Solomon became king, he did not ask for riches or wives. He asked for wisdom and it was granted to him. So let me play that back. When Solomon became king, he did not ask for riches, money, or wives, women, he asked for wisdom and it was immediately granted to him. So first Kings chapter three, verse seven and nine, seven through nine says, now, Lord, my God. So mind you, this is Solomon talking to, to the Lord. Like I, he just became king. He said, now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. Now, you have to understand that he said a little child, but I think that we need to understand that no matter what age we are, we need to always be humble. I do not believe that Solomon was a child, you know, 12. He might have been maybe a teen, maybe, you know, 18, um, maybe between 18 and 21. But he just came to God humbly like, you know, I'm a little child period. He knew he still had growth and maturity that he needed to experience. He knew that he still had work that needed to be done. And he went to God so humbly just saying, you know, I need wisdom. I don't need money. I don't need women. I don't need people to wait on me hand and foot. I don't need more, more food. I don't need more slaves. I don't need any of that. I need wisdom to govern over your people a good people. And a lot of us, a lot of you listening to this are called to serve others, whether I have said before, whether it's in your nine to five or in your business or in your home. And as you have been called to serve these people, we need to ask God for the wisdom needed to serve. And as a wife, you know, my husband is the head of our household. But as I've always said, you know, the husband is the head, but the wife is the neck. That's what I wholeheartedly believe. I believe that if we're thinking about the body, the husband is the head. Of course, there's God, then your husband and then your wife or your spouse, however you want to put it. How, if you're a man or woman listening to this, um, but I believe as women, we are the neck. 
we are that spinal cord. Like you can't do nothing. The head can't do nothing without its neck. <laughs> this is a whole nother topic, but I just want to give you guys this example. And so in a partnership, in a marriage, which is a partnership, whole other topic, which we will discuss. Both parties need to act in wisdom and where one person lacks, another person needs to be able to pick that thing up. And so I think this applies to just parenting as well, whether you're married or not, where one person lacks in wisdom, you need to be able to come together and co-communicate and have wisdom in your business. You need to have wisdom to have to have governance over the business that you're running over the clients that you serve and on your job in your leadership position. You need to have wisdom to be able to govern that role. And so I love that King Solomon went to God, um, not asking for money, sex, anything like that, but he went to God asking for wisdom. And so Last, but certainly not least, we have to strive for continued spiritual growth. And so every day I'm striving to be a better servant leader, a better coach, a better wife, a better mom. But I'm also striving to be more spiritually mature and to gain spiritual wealth. I completely understand that spiritual strength topples physical strength. I don't think y'all heard me. I completely understand that spiritual strength topples physical strength. And you've got to understand that as well. And of course, physical strength is great, right? <laughs> we need to have physical strength because sometimes we got to, you might, you might have to do some little things right here in the earth. Okay. However, if you don't have that spiritual wisdom and that spiritual strength, you are literally Fighting a fight that you'll never win. You'll continuously be fighting with your fists instead of with your spirit, man, instead of with the armor of God, instead of with the army that is literally backing you. Right. You will continuously be fighting in the natural with your fists, bruising your body. Instead of being on the offensive because you already have an army that has your back. And so. With striving for continued spiritual growth, let me just give you some examples. Um, I strive to wake up before my family so that I can have time with God. You're not going to be able to grow spiritually unless you spend time with God. That's just that on that. You are not going to be able to grow spiritually unless you spend time with God. Unless you dive into his word every single day. Another reason why we're doing mornings with grace, because I know that everybody doesn't have that opportunity. Everybody is not on the same level. And so I want to help people to continue to go to their unique level, to keep rising and rising and rising. And so if you don't have time to read that Bible, at least you can come on with me with mornings with grace. And we're going to read that Bible and we're going to come in and win our day, period. And my hope is that as we command and win our day on the daily, you will uh, or God will light that fire on the inside of you to want to wake up earlier to talk to him, to want to just dive deep into your Bible on your own throughout the day. Just start praying and talking to him. And so it's a daily, a daily, a daily thing to strive for spiritual growth. Um, and the first things first is to pray and talk to God. 
I give I have given this formula before, but I'm going to give it to you guys now again. Um, and I got it from the book Fervent by uh, Priscilla Schreier. And uh, this was her formula to basically learn how to pray strategically. That way you never miss a beat. And the first thing is it's an acronym for pray. And so P is praise. So you go into, you know, when you wake up in the morning, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. You are a wonderful God. You are amazing. Awesome. Oh, God, I love you so much. Thank you for this roof over my head, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Just sing praises unto him. And then R, which this is very, very important. Very, very, very important. And it is needed for spiritual growth. R is for repent. You must repent, 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 repent. And if you don't know what you have sinned against God with, or if you don't know what you need to repent for, it does not matter every single day. Lord, forgive me for my sins knowingly and unknowingly. Lord, forgive me for my sins, those that I know about and those that I have no idea about. And Lord, open my eyes to the ones that I have no idea about. Right. So. We got praise and then we got repent and then we go into A and that is ask. Ask God for what you want. Go to God with expectation. Go to him every day with expectation. When I get on mornings with grace with you guys, I go to him with expectation that he is going to renew your heart and transform your mind. I go with expectation that somebody is going to be saved or somebody needs that prayer for today. Like we just saved somebody from disaster, from death, from whatever it is. I go into every single one of them with expectation. And when you ask, you can also think of your daily affirmations and declarations as a form of asking as well. That's why everything we do is in partnership with God. Right. And so ask. So we have praise. We have repent. We have ask and then why is give God your yes is like last, but just certainly not least. And it's so important to just give God your yes. Let him know. Okay, God, I hear you. You want me to stop indulging in this activity? I got you. I'm giving you my yes. You want me to fast one day a week? Okay, I'm giving you my yes. You want me to fast the next three days? Okay, I'm giving you my yes. Uh, God, you want me to let this friend go or this boyfriend go or this girlfriend go, then I'm going to give you my yes. It's going to be difficult, God, but I'm going to give you my yes. I need help, God, but I'm going to give you my yes. You want me to go back to school and apply for school? I'm going to give you my yes. You want me to drop out of school? I'm going to give you my yes. You want me to step out of my comfort zone? By not doing this or by going out and doing this, going live every single day, I'm going to give you my, I'm going to give you my yes. And so that's the acronym that I'm going to leave you guys with today. This was a longer episode and I know we haven't had a longer episode like this in a minute, but I pray that it truly blesses you. Let me say the acronym again. Pray. P is praise. R is repent. A is ask and Y is yes. You guys know that I probably could add so much more to this, but these three things that I gave you guys, number one, 
test the spirit. Number two, continuously ask God for wisdom. And number three, strive for continued spiritual growth literally has helped me so much in my business alone. And the fruit of all of this has just trickled down into my life events and situations. And it's just been a win-win. And so I pray that this has been a blessing for you. I pray that you take what you learned today and you begin to apply it. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email at hello at iamvictoriagrace.com. Would love, love, love to answer your questions here on the podcast or just an email. It doesn't matter. And if you're trying to get with me, real, you like, let me just get some real quick. You can always send me a DM on Instagram. Let's talk about this. The goal here is to not stay stagnant. The goal here is to move to the next level and the next level and the next level and continue to go up the ladder. And so that we can be spiritually sound, spiritually strengthened and spiritually mature. And that way we're always on the offensive and can't nothing come against us. Okay. And so you guys, that's all I have for you for this episode. Again, don't forget to rate and review the podcast, leave a written review. You guys, it helps so much. If you want to apply for Successful Servant Leader Academy, make sure that you go ahead and apply before April 15th. And don't forget to meet me live every single day, pretty much on Instagram for Mornings with Grace so that we can command and win our day together. And I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. Bye.